the wrestling podcast about nothing is brought to you by bda radio bda radio doesn't break news they break the news with their wild commentary regarding mma and wrestling head on over to bdaradio.com and check out all of the latest news on the ufc bellator wwe and much more they are proud to be the voice of fans because they are fans themselves bdaradio.com I think I can sum up the show for you with one word. Nothing. Wrestling fans, there are millions and millions of podcasts out there, but there's nothing like this one. Do you ever just get down on your knees and thank God that you know me and have access to my dimension? This is the wrestling podcast about nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Welcome to episode one of the BDA Radio exclusive edition of the wrestling podcast about nothing on BDARadio.com and the podcast radio network. I am longtime pro wrestling referee Mike Crockett and I'm joined as always by independent wrestling veteran, the kingpin, Brian Malonis. Oh, hello, Michael. You're sounding like a million bucks. Yes, yes, I'm very sick. You're laboring this evening. Yes, well, I don't know. I'm, 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 lay, I'm laying in my recliner talking to you, Mike. How about that? I hope you don't uh, zonk out at any point. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna suck my snots in for you. That's that's lovely. <laughs> well, we'll try to keep you uh, alert and entertained here, Brian, as we do this. Now, this is kind of uh, a surprise. We kind of sprung this on the people. We sprung it on you. We sprung it on me. We sprung it on the people here uh, on their BDA radio feeds. I mean, you know what we say here on the wrestling podcast about nothing, right, Brian? <laughs> I don't know. What do we say, Mike? Expect the unexpected. Oh, okay. Isn't that what we say? Anything can happen in the World Wrestling Federation? Is yes. that what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> okay, maybe it's a different show. But yeah, so we're just, here we are. This is the new show. This is what we're going to give you every Thursday on this feed, the BDA Radio feed. How are you feeling about that? I feel good. Double your pleasure, double your fun. Yes, indeed. And of course, don't forget Monday... The big news is we are moving to the New Age Insiders Network. This podcast, the original podcast, I should say, is moving as of this Monday, January 16th. So continue listening to our original show. Find the NAI Network feed on your favorite podcast platform or visit newageinsiders.com for more information. Now, as for this podcast, Brian, we're going to create a new and vastly different experience. Each week, we'll ask you to vote in our poll at the WPAN on Twitter to give us our topic. We'll delve into broader subjects. We'll get into classic debates, give some personal stories, talk about our favorites, our not-so-favorites. The options are endless. Plus, plus we're going to bring over Merv Griffin time, the part of the podcast where we talk to you, the listener, and get your thoughts and answer your questions. Plus, Brian, starting this week... With the first episode of the BDA Radio exclusive edition of the WPAN, we are ushering in a very special, very exclusive Hall of Fame. <laughs> Hall of Fame? A Hall of Fame. I haven't told you a word about this. It's going to be a complete surprise to you. 
We'll get into that a little later on. But first, Brian, usually on the show, we're going to have the listeners vote for our topic. But since we're kind of springing this on everybody and no one's kind of aware that we're just going to pop this onto the feed on Thursday, I just decided what the topic's going to be. And it's going to be... (laughs) You're a dictator. Yes, I am, I guess. (laughs) The best Royal Rumble surprise. This is a good one, Brian. There's so many uh, options here. The best surprise to come out of the Royal Rumble match. Uh, There's so many over the years. Do you want do you want to go first so you can't so you can't whine and complain if I take yours? Uh okay, I guess I'll have to. <laughs> All right. Um let's think here. I think mine is Royal Rumble 2001 when a windbreaker wearing Drew Carey made his appearance. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, okay. No, no, no. no. <laughs> All right, not Drew Carey. Although speaking of Hall of Fame, oh, come on, Drew Carey, WWE Hall of Famer. Ugh. <laughs> um, I guess a runner-up, not the one I picked, but a runner-up is uh, from last year's Royal Rumble, AJ Styles. I don't think anyone expected – well, I, there were plenty of rumors that AJ Styles was uh, going to start with WWE, that he was possibly going to be in the Royal Rumble match, but I don't think anyone expected the kind of reaction that AJ Styles got when he first made his appearance. Do you agree with that? Uh, yeah, wholeheartedly. I mean, I, the the place erupted, and it was really a catalyst for what has been just probably, I don't know, is it the greatest first year in WWE history? Oh, I don't know. I, mean, I, I, stopped, sh- I stopped short of saying rookie year because right. AJ Styles is not a rookie, but first year in WWE, I don't know, man. This is he's, That's been a pretty special year for him. Well, if you're thinking of first years in WWE – uh, maybe Kurt Angle, maybe Brock Lesnar. You don't think AJ Styles is right there with those guys, though? I mean, it's yeah. I mean, as you said, they those they were rookies. AJ Styles, of course, has had a a long career, and he's in his late thirties. But yeah, he's definitely he's up there. He's up there. He's the, he's the champ that runs the camp. Come on, he sure is. And <laughs> but Brian, that is not my pick. Actually, oh, that is okay. that is my runner-up. My pick is from the Royal Rumble. 2008 when john cena made his return so that madison square garden yes he was just standing there and the crowd went bananas even though he was like you know he's a polarizing figure and he was before he got injured when he came back kind of early and made his appearance there the crowd just went nuts uh but there's a kind of a special reason why this one holds a place within my heart oh i have a feeling where this one's going <laughs> do you know why? i should have known <laughs> well uh, i don't know every year brian um well, i haven't really been at the same place watching the royal rumble with you a lot have i i don't think so i don't always get invited to pompous and then i did and you weren't going to pompous <laughs> yeah sometimes <laughs> i get invited to the pompous royal rumble viewing and you would have your own at some points i believe right yeah, I, most times I would because my wife's a degenerate gambler and would like to get in on the action. <laughs> yeah, so speaking of gambling, <laughs> I don't know if everyone does this. I just assume everyone does. Maybe they don't. What we do every year for the Royal Rumble is we put 30 numbers into a hat and say you have six guys watching the Rumble that year. Everyone picks out five numbers and they have, you know, they have 
five numbers, and whoever comes out at that number, that's their guy. And if that guy wins the rumble, then they win the money. You, you know, you put in, put what in about five the bucks. Guy? Is it the guy? What if you get the guy? <laughs> he could get Roman Reigns, but uh, that would probably be a good pick this year. But um, if he's in the match, is he even in the match? I don't know. I'm pretty sure Roman Reigns uh, is is actually going to be uh, competing for the Universal Title, Michael. Well, do some, some guys research. Do, some guys do double duty. Well, what if he wins? He's not going to be in the Rumble. Well, okay. <laughs> but anyway, um, so yeah, that's. It really makes the role a lot of fun. If you haven't done that, I highly suggest doing that, even if it's not for money. But, I mean, for money is a lot better. But anyway, back to John Cena. This is the year that I won the Rumble Pool. The only year that I've won. I think it's the only year that I've won the Royal Rumble Pool and taken home the grand prize because I had, I believe John Cena was number 30, and I had number 30. And I was ecstatic. I remember I stuck the number 30 to my forehead, jumped around the room, uh, was singing the song. <laughs> it was, you weren't there for this, but it was, it was, it was a happening. It was a spectacle. And, uh, <laughs> a disgusting display. No I'm sure it was. I'm sure there's a number of people that we know that might be listening to this that could, uh, that could talk about it as well. But it was something else. And that's what made it so memorable for me. And that's why I pick John Cena's return as my best Royal Rumble surprise. Because it was a surprise that I won because I had such awful luck. <laughs> of course, you send it around yourself. Oh, come on, Brian. Okay, so Brian, best Royal Rumble surprise. Who you got? Yeah, I mean, I think some some of my previous favorites were uh, uh, when Edge came back, very similar to John Cena from injury. Uh, Mr. Perfect made his surprise return yes. uh, for a stretch. Uh, but I'm going to go with one that I was actually in attendance for. Uh, oh, you're in the crowd watching? No, actually, Michael. Funny that uh, uh, you should ask. I was I was booked, Terry. Whoa! Uh, yes, um, it was myself uh, and one Brian Fury and one Max Bauer, both previous guests on the wrestling podcast about nothing. Yes, indeed. Uh, and we were booked as extra talent, the illustrious extra talent. In case someone went down, you would grab their number oh, and head out. I, I was hoping I brought my gear, of course. Yes, uh, I was always. I was going to be a surprise entrant in the <laughs> in, in the uh, in the Royal Rumble. I think you're the only one. <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> well i mean i think your wife was there and she was there we were sitting uh, in the pompous luxury box yes <laughs> uh and, uh, and your wife was there so she would have been ecstatic but the rest of us i don't know <laughs> <laughs> why wouldn't you have been you dink <laughs> well i guess i would have uh, you know <laughs> you are a piece of garbage you really are <laughs> i would have given a little college cheer yeah that would have been nice <laughs> so yeah so uh I'm backstage with Brian Fury, and during the day we see. Which, uh, which year is this? I'm sorry to cut you off. Which year uh, is this? I, I, I have no clue. <laughs> you, 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 you figure I would have looked this up, but I, I have no clue. It's the one that was in Boston, Massachusetts, won by Alberto Del Rio, where Santino Morella almost won. Okay. So, I mean, somebody will tweet at us what year it was, I'm sure. At the WPAN um, on Twitter. Yes. Um, so, backstage, and uh, Kevin Nash is there just walking around so like, we're assuming yes all right kevin nash gonna be a surprise entrant but kevin nash was not a surprise entrant in the royal rumble michael he wasn't kevin nash was not yes. uh, we were we were walking by uh the still photography area uh and they were taking some pictures uh, of who i thought was kevin nash but 
It was not Kevin Nash. It was Big Daddy Cool Diesel with the diesel gear on right across it. I'm looking at Brian Fury, and I'm trying not to uh, be a complete dork, and I'm just trying to, to somehow alert him, Brian, Brian. <laughs> and I'm saying this very quietly. I'm saying it louder here than I was there because, you know, I'm trying to play it cool there. And, Talking uh, out the I side said, of your mouth. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I go, he's got the diesel gear on. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I like how you say that. <laughs> oh, jeez. You always make fun of me. I'll no, no, no. Right. Go ahead. So, yeah, that is my favorite uh, surprise return to the Royal Rumble of all time. Uh, and, and, and in part because, you know, I was there in person backstage uh, and knew it was happening and was very excited that, uh, indeed, it was Big Daddy Cool himself uh, that was making the Royal Rumble appearance. Why didn't you tweet it out? Because uh, you can't. You can't do that. You would have got some I, mad I, I followers. I probably didn't have Twitter at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. But I don't, I don't even know if I texted you guys. No, no, no. Yeah, you, when you're back there, you're uh, you're a little uh, scared you, to do stuff afraid, like afraid, that. <laughs> yeah, afraid to take out your phone, afraid to do anything, afraid you're walking on eggshells. Except for the last couple times I was there. Hey, maybe we'll talk about it sometime. I might. We might have already talked about it. I think maybe we touched on it, but we'll definitely uh, – a lot of people want to hear more stories, so we're going to get into – a lot more stories in 2017. But I, I was ready to go, Mike. I was ready to go in the event that Big Daddy Cool couldn't make it down to the ring. I, the Kingpin was ready. So you would have been the fake Diesel? <laughs> no, it would have been the Kingpin. I oh, should, right. you know, I should I should have subscribed to the Arch Kincaid theory of, uh, of extra talent. And that's if I just jumped in the ring and got in there, they would have had to use me going forward, right? I would think so, right? <laughs> Completely makes sense to me. <laughs> All right, so we got a couple good ones here. Uh, John Cena in the Royal Rumble uh, in Madison Square Garden and Diesel at TD Garden at the Royal Rumble. So what do you guys think? Who was your favorite Royal Rumble surprise? Let us know on Twitter at the WPAN or go to Facebook.com slash the WPAN. Just let us know who was your best Royal Rumble surprise. Share with us on Twitter. And speaking of Twitter... Let's do a little Merv Griffin time, Brian. Yes, we are moving Merv Griffin time here to the Thursday episode of the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing. It is named for Brian's favorite episode of our favorite show, Seinfeld. It is our chance to sit down with the listeners and talk. We talk to you, and most importantly, you talk to us. Please call us, 401-584-9726. That's 401-584-WPAN. Or you can make it even easier. Go to Facebook.com slash the WPAN on your phone. And after you click like, click the blue call now button and be connected directly to the voicemail line. Leave your voicemails. We will play them on the show. Okay. The hashtag on Twitter is hashtag WPAN. All right. Let's see what we got here. Randall Keogh at Randall Keogh. That's K-E-O-U-G-H. And he says, uh, regarding Monday's episode, the title of this week's at the WPAN is misleading. Thy kingdom come. And I thought it was an interview with the ROH six-man champions. Still good, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I. what do you think of the title? I, I don't know what comes up with the titles. You know, I, I immediately did think the kingdom <laughs> when I saw that. Even though I knew what we talked about, I obviously didn't think it. I, I wasn't confused, but I, it made me think of the kingdom. Yeah, I, what the hell are you doing, Mike? I don't know. Um, we're gonna have to talk to uh, those guys at some point, I would think, right? Yeah, I would. Lo- I would love to have them on. 
Yeah, I mean, they're killing it. The first ever six-man tag team champions in a ring of honor. So, uh, And they're local boys. So that'd be great to talk to those guys. Steven at HHHGuy2004. Uh, he says he doesn't get the appeal to this Omega. The cleaner, does he do windows? That's what he said about, uh, <laughs> about Kenny Omega. I was surprised we didn't have any Tony Omega references with all the uh, Kenny Omega talk. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that is a, for a very select Wait a minute. Is, audience. Is, is Tony Omega Kenny Omega? I think not. No? Okay. No. Nike <laughs> right. Karate, folks. Look it up. <laughs> yes, look it up. Uh, look up. What was it? Um, uh, what was that video? Was it um, da- Omega Dance? What was that? Remember that video? <laughs> yes, that? I do. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. It's called uh, Pop Omega or Electric Omega, something like that. There's just a short video that someone put together that's fantastic. <laughs> Every time we touch, I guess. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. I'll try to find that online. Oh, yes. That link needs to be posted. I will put that link at the WPAN <laughs> on Twitter. A uh, little Tony Omega, one of the uh, old school uh, guys from Chaotic Wrestling. Uh, all right. TK at T-Hog94. He says, I agree with Brian Malonis. The Naito versus Tanahashi match was my favorite match from Wrestle Kingdom See? 11. I'm not the only one. No, I think I heard uh, a couple other people saying that as well. And did you bark at them too? No, I don't think I barked at you. Oh, you did. You did too. <laughs> you called me a contrarian. <laughs> okay, I did say that. <laughs> <laughs> you just assume all the time that I'm just uh, giving you shit. Well, but most times you are. You're a piece of garbage. So. Well, I guess so. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Max Silver. He is at Max underscore Silver 11. He said, uh, had this as a pay-per-view Sunday session yesterday. Felt like we were 10-year-olds marking out. Love Okada versus Omega, but Shibata versus Goto was my favorite. All right. uh, Thank you. I'm glad to hear from you, Max Silver. And he also says he was taken aback by the length of the show, but kudos to the crowd for still going nuts about six hours in. Yes, it was a long show. Yeah, I will say, like, like, even like the WrestleMania crowd, um, was tired. Obviously, a very tired crowd by the end of that card. But this this crowd was, I mean, they were going bananas during that main event and crying at the end. So, yeah, I mean, it was a long show at five and a half hours or so. But yeah, the crowd was there for it. Okay, let's the New Age Insiders. They did a poll at New Age Insiders. Uh, this is before Raw on Monday. So, what are your hopes for Undertaker and Shawn Michaels? And the WPAN on Twitter responded, Brian Malotis is hoping his prediction of a couple months finally pays off. Sean in the Rumble. And then at Crocsox responded saying, I'm hoping Brian Malotis falls flat in his face. Uh, shocking. <laughs> in your 47 followers, I'm sure, saw that. No, not 47, 470. All right? <laughs> All right, I'm building. I'm building very slowly. <laughs> Well, try not to be so boring. Oh my goodness! Um, put some nu- put some nudes up, Mike. I'm sure you'll get- pick up some followers there. Uh, nudes of who? Not of me. Show them the goods. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, so Sean did not announce his candidacy for the Royal Rumble on Monday night. Brian, what do you have to say for yourself? It's coming. Don't worry about Still it. Still coming. It's you're sticking coming. with I, this. I have I have it on good authority. Oh my goodness! <laughs> your insiders, not the New Age insiders, but your own insiders. 
what about Gray, Gray Sports Almanac? <laughs> <laughs> Keep it alive. Thank you very much. Was, uh, I like that. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, all right. Oh, at Brian Malonis, Brian, you say to at Mike504Saints, I beat you so badly, people down south are going to start confusing you with one of the Mulkey brothers. Huh? How about that for a Southern wrestling reference? Yeah, I really thought, uh, and and Mike Mills accused you as well of uh, Googling the fuck out of that. I think he's how he said it. <laughs> <laughs> not not true at all. I, I am aware of who the Mulkey brothers are. And uh, hey, if there's one thing, I'll, I'll, I'll give credit where credit is due. There's one thing that Southern wrestling has way more of and is way better at than uh, North wrestling, and that's producing jobbers. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Mills is so fired up. When we do this thing, when we finally do North versus South, uh, he was talking about, uh, We talk, I talked about your rivalry on Monday. He said, it's only a rivalry when you trade wins. Brian Malonis always looks up at the lights when we do battle. Hashtag truth. It's kind of like whenever the Saints play their rivals in the NFL season. Oh, oh Mike Mills. <laughs> you just added fuel to the fire. I talked to him, and he said he doesn't, he doesn't know if he can wait much longer to do this. Uh, yeah. Yeah, to do this thing. So uh, tell, tell, tell him I'll do it when the Saints make, actually make the playoffs. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Mills. <laughs> Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. Available on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Give them a little uh, cash on Patreon.com. Booking the Territory with Mike Mills. Uh, sorry about that, Mike. Speaking of <laughs> Mike Mills, one of his buddies, at Mullet of Morton. He says, thanks for the mention this past Monday. Brian should realize Southern Wrestling, Eight Balls, and Schlitz Beer are better than the North. <laughs> I'm sure that's a pool reference, right? Yes. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Billiards. <laughs> <laughs> it's a place to be. Uh all right, and I did a poll on Twitter. Um, I said, this week we looked in-depth at New Japan's Wrestle Kingdom 11. How do you prefer your pay-per-view coverage going forward? Either a match-by-match recap or a general overview? This kind of went back and forth uh, over the day that it was up there, and it ended with 55% for a match-by-match recap, 45% for general overview. And thank you to the Crockett family for pushing that in the direction of Michael Crockett talking more. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Did, Phil, did you get Phil to vote in the poll? Did you teach him how to use Twitter? <laughs> no, no, no. My family barely even knows that I do this, all right? <laughs> <laughs> what, are you ashamed of me? No, well, I mean. <laughs> I, had a, I had a great time with your family at your wedding. We yes. cut a rug. You, you did, yes. It was, uh, <laughs> Phil was uh, going bananas. so the way i think about this is i think for the big pay-per-views uh we'll do a little match by match recap if we ever do like the split brand pay-per-views or like say we do a tna pay-per-view or something like that we'll probably do a more general overview because i mean this wasn't overwhelmingly uh margin here that match by match recap won so we'll try to uh you know tweak our coverage a little bit uh anything that gets you talking less me talking more well uh glenn abbott says at, <laughs> at you're gonna gloss right over that comment <laughs> well I'm, I'm gonna back you up glenn abbott's gonna back you up at ga oh. WrestleNut. he says match by match recaps with brian malonis analysis is something the nai brotherhood 
Is that how you say that? Or, or a neighborhood? It's it's the NAI talks their their fans. They call them like the neighborhood, the NAI neighborhood. I think that's how they say it. It's something they should be allowed to share in. So they they want to hear your match by match analysis, Brian. Oh, I'm freaking good at this, Michael. What, what else did you expect? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And we're doing this twice a week now, folks. <laughs> hey. Hey, if I don't believe in me, nobody will, Mike. That's that's for darn sure. <laughs> uh, okay, so thanks to everyone who is a part of Merv Griffin Time this week. We look forward to talking to you on Twitter, hearing your voicemails, and we will bring you the best of it next week on the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing on BDARadio.com. All right, Brian, it's time for the Hall of Fame segment. Now, what kind of Hall of Fame is this, Brian? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm sure going to find out in a moment, aren't I? Hopefully, this is as good as the Biffy's concept. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that was overwhelmingly positive response to the Biffy's. (laughs) All right. Now, something we've talked about a number of times, something I tried to get going here, uh, was I wanted people to share a certain, um, how do I say this? Okay, it's the Heel Laugh Hall of Fame. Oh Jesus! All right. So each week we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna induct someone in the heel laugh Hall of Fame. All right. And Brian, with our first inductee, I had to make a decision: do we go with the standard, your first ballot heel laugh Hall of Famer, or do we go a little more obscure, one someone might not think of right away? Then I thought about the WWE Hall of Fame. And how everyone went on and on about how if Bruno wasn't in, if Savage wasn't in, if Snoop Dogg wasn't in, then it wasn't a legitimate Hall of Fame. Therefore, the final decision of the voting committee, that's me, (laughs) was to get the most legendary laugh out of the way first to avoid any such controversy. So here we go. The Wrestling Podcast About Nothing proudly presents our very first Heel Laugh Hall of Fame inductee. I'm here! I'm here! The Million Dollar Man is here! (laughs) And I want my belt. I want to see my Million Dollar Belt. Where's Terry Betteridge? I want to see the Million Dollar Belt and I want to see it. Now. <laughs> show it to me, show it to me. I want to see it now. I want to see it now. Mr. DiBiase, finally we have a creation worthy of the million dollar man. It's our finest creation. There's months of work here. Let me see it. Let me see it. It's mine. It's mine. The most magnificent belt ever created. And it's mine. Finally. Finally, a possession worthy of the Million Dollar Man. A possession to go around the most magnificent waist in the entire wrestling world. And it's mine. Finally, something that will show the entire wrestling world just how truly great I really am. (laughs) There is no heel laugh better, Brian, than the laugh of the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. Yes, sir. Yeah, the... uh... I, you know, I actually thought you might have gone a different direction, but you know, you, no, absolutely, Ted DiBiase, number one on the uh, 
the all-time heel laugh list, I guess. <laughs> the heel laugh hall of fame, brother. <laughs> now, yeah, I mean, Bruce Pritchard, I mean, they talked about Million Dollar Man very recently on their podcast, actually last week, if you listen to this on Thursday. And I actually remembered this this vignette without even uh, them talking about it. I just remember the amount of he laughs, like at the end <laughs> when he finally looks at the belt, just the fact that he's like three different, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like it's, yeah, how, about, how about that cape? And as Bruce Pritchard <laughs> said in the podcast, that is Vince's cape. Well, <laughs> never trust never trust a man in a cape. Mike. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I think he, Are you sure it wasn't Larry David's cape. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been. He, Moonlights is a lawyer, so. <laughs> oh my God. So yes, Ted DiBiase, your very first heel laugh. Hall of Famer. We're going to do this every week. We're going to find the best heel laughs in all of wrestling, and we're going to present them here for you. So to check out this Hall of Fame inductee in all his glory, find the link to the video in the description of this episode, or go to the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing page on BDARadio.com. You know, Mike, I will say, what's become readily apparent and I, all this time, I was wondering how. Uh, and, and you know, I, I adore your wife. She's a she's a lovely woman, a beautiful woman. Thank and you. I was wondering what is this woman doing with Michael Crockett? Wh- what? And now I full I fully understand it. You are just when you have a concept or when you have something in mind, you are absolutely relentless, <laughs> and you and, and you beat her into submission. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, let me. In response to that, let me just say, (laughs) 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 all right, Brian, you are packing your bags. You're about to hit those highways and those byways this weekend, doing that pro wrestling gimmick. One more time, where are you headed this weekend? Yes, I'm sorry, I cut you off. I didn't even let you finish your big, uh, your big spiel you had there. Tomorrow night, Friday night, I will be heading to Brockton, Massachusetts for Top Rope Promotions to take on that fat tumblard Congo. Oh, my goodness. Uh, that savage thinks he's going to beat the Kingpin. I don't think so. The Kingpin's going to mop the floor with him tomorrow night, Friday night. When if you listen to us on Friday, tonight, listen to us on Thursday, tomorrow night. But just know. This <laughs> is on Saturday, <laughs> yesterday. January 13th in Brockton, Mass. The Kingpin Brian Malonis takes on the Wild Man Congo, Top Rope Promotions, brownpapertickets.com. Check out uh, Top Rope Promotions on Facebook uh, as well for all the deets, as they say. All right. And to book the Kingpin, email Brian Malonis at Comcast.net or DM him on Twitter at Brian Malonis. And for more on the wrestling podcast about nothing and to check out BDA Radio's MMA podcast, A Man Walks Into an Armbar with Chad Alden and Paul St. Amon Jr., head over to your home for MMA and wrestling talk, BDARadio.com. Okay, the next time you'll hear us is Monday on the NAI Network. Go to NewAgeInsiders.com for more on that. Then catch us back here next week for the next edition of the WPAN on BDARadio.com and the podcast radio network. Till then, he is the Kingpin Brian Malonis. I am Mike Crockett, and thanks for nothing.